Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. from Feels Like Home Professional Organisers. And I'm Amy Ravel from Simply Organised. We can't wait to share with you all our tips and tricks to help you declutter and keep your home and family organised. If you'd like to engage with the podcast further, you can find us at The Art of Decluttering on Facebook. Let's get started. You've joined us for episode 71 of The Art of Decluttering. Today, we'll be talking about decluttering and organising your bedside tables. Woo-hoo. This is a request from Catherine Midwood. Thank you, Catherine. Yay. We so love I wonder if, requests. I wonder if most people have bedside tables. I would assume so. I don't know many people who don't. Mm. I know one of our listeners, Zoe, yes, just got rid of them. her bedside table to a bedside shelf. Yes, which is really clever. So she still kept something to put her water on. Yeah. Do you have water by the side of your bed? I always have water by the side of my bed. A glass or a bottle? A bottle. Okay. Because people that have glasses, I just think they're just asking for trouble. Yeah. You're going to just knock it over when you're yeah. trying to get somewhere in the middle of the night. Yeah, like busting for the loo and lose a whole glass of water. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever done that? Are you speaking from experience? Um. Yes. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> Because sometimes if I don't have my drink bottle and it's like I'm getting into bed, I'm like, I'll quickly grab a glass of water to have there. And the actual truth is I very rarely drink during the middle of the night. Me too. But it's just about having it there. Yeah. Yeah. It's like my security blanket. And when I wake up in the morning before I get out of bed, I've got a couple of tablets I need to take. So I take those with the water that's there before my feet touch the ground. You sound like an old nana. I'm totally an old nana. What do you mean? We're talking about like taking pills and going for a wee in the middle of the night. We are old nanas. I never, do you know I never get up in the middle of the night? What, as in for your own needs? Yes. Right. I never, ever go to the toilet. I reckon I would go to the toilet maybe once a week during the middle of the night. But I love... Sorry, listeners, if that's too much information. Oh, look, if that's too much information... You've come to the wrong podcast. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) 
there's like a line and we just cross it. <laughs> um, I have a thing where I love drinking cold water after I brush my teeth. Oh, is that that's gross? It makes your oh, mouth no. go all tingly. No, just do Listerine. I love it. I love it. So in the morning I do it. And then often at night I'll do it. So I'll drink like 250, 300 ml of water just before I climb into bed. Wow, that's a lot of water. Yeah, and I very rarely have to get up and go to the toilet. And I it's super mum bladder. I will have nightmares about going to the toilet and still refuse to wake up. Oh, <laughs> those dreams where you like wet your pants in your dream well, or you, you you're trying it. to you're find a toilet in your dream. You're trying to find a toilet. <laughs> and I never ever, I just like refuse to. Yeah. And I'll even like, like we're down here on holidays at the moment. And I wake up and I need to go to the toilet and I'll just lie in bed for another hour and a half yeah. reading a book, refusing to... I'm sure that's not no, good for our not. bladders, but I Doctors get it. Doctors don't contact me, I know. Yeah, but I get it. It's like so much effort and the floor's cold. So the other night something happened and Simon's were like, you can just fix that when you get up and go to the toilet in the middle of the night. And I was like, How? 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 We've been married for nearly 14 years. How do you know that I never, <laughs> ever, ever get up and go to the toilet? Maybe he thinks he sleeps through it. Yeah, no, he knows. But I just looked at him like, you. why would I wake up in the middle of the night to go to the toilet? Because he always does. So we're going to put a poll on Facebook this week <laughs> to find out if you do or don't get up in the middle of the night to go to the toilet. Okay, so you, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> but nothing to do with bedside tables except, you know, water, bedside tables, we, we got there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How quickly can we get to, who's the famous person that you need to get to? Oh, I don't know. George Clooney. My dad met George Clooney. Done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Show off. Right. Um, clang for all those chatters out there. Clang. Clang. <laughs> um, do you have a bedside table? Yes. What is on top of it? On top of it is, let me think, my clock. So I've got like an old school digital clock. Old school digital. You know how it's like, <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> but it's the kind of clock I had when I was like 15. It's not the same one. But it's not some fandangle USB plug in your phone. Oh, okay. It's literally like a twelve dollar not... from Kmart. Plug it into the wall. It just flashes like it just has the time. That's it. Okay, but it's not old school as in, uh, no click, retro. Click. Yeah, analog or analog. Thank you. It's not analog. But yeah, that hand. No, no. I don't have to wind it on the twenty eighth of every month. Tick 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 all night. No, no. Gratefully not. And um. And I usually have my phone charging next to my bed. Ah. So that sits on my bedside table. On flight mode for everyone who's concerned that I might develop some kind of a brain problem. Mm. You don't do flight mode, do you? No, but I don't have it charging. Do you have it in your bedroom? Yeah, but it's like a good metre away from my head. Okay, mine's like probably four centimetres. No, maybe not, but it's close. Uh, Mine's not. Can you reach it? We've got a king bed and I sleep kind of almost in the middle of it. <laughs> so that way you have a king bed. So Simon has like proportionately more room on his side. Yes. <laughs> so no, I don't, I don't deliberately, I think in the, just in the night I move over because sometimes I'll wake up and I could have reached my phone and I can't reach it. Like That's awesome. Way further than my yeah. arm away. You need like go-go gadget arms. I do need go-go. Inspector gadget. Take us back to the 80s. Right. <laughs> so that's what's on my bedside table. What's on yours? I have a lamp. Mm-hmm. I have... You have big, beautiful lamps, don't you? Yes, I do have a beautiful lamp. I've seen them. Thanks, Rochelle. 
got a little, I've got a few decorative items. So I've got the lamp, yeah. I've got a little pink bowl, and in that we'll have my lip gloss sometimes or coleslaw cream or whatever I need in this little little cup. It's yep. more like a cup, but yeah. it's decorative and pretty. And I have a stack of books. Awesome. And then when I go to bed, I have my bottle, water bottle, my phone, and my chapstick. Yep. Do you have your like um, wish list of books on your bedside table? Like, is it all the books that you're going to read? Is that kind of the pile? Um, or yes, yeah, and my Kindle because my Kindle is what I normally read on. Okay, but then like I have your book, The Trauma Cleaner, <laughs> on it that's so because good, that's it? the next book I'm going to oh, read. I haven't read it yet. No, yeah, I brought it down it. to so read good. it, but I'm still in the depths of. One of the Outlander books. Oh, yeah, we'll finish that. A thousand pages long. So, and even though it's on the Kindle, I could put it down, but I'm like, no, what's happening with Jamie and Claire on the ridge? So I have to, like, even now while we're talking, I'm like, what's happening? Like, Claire's just. books like that. (laughs) Claire's just, like, yeah, I won't, yeah. I'm just anxious for Claire right now. Excellent. You're really in there. Yeah, I don't know how I'm going to last the whole day here without thinking. Without, like, I didn't even bring my Kindle, so I can't even find out what happens to Claire next. But, yeah, anyway. (laughs) You're going to be all right. Yeah, I'm Sebastian in The NeverEnding Story. Or Bastion, whatever his name is. Yeah, it's Sebastian. No, it's Bastion. Oh, is it? Yeah, Bastion. Call my name. Bastion. (laughs) A trail. (laughs) So the books on your bedside table are books that you're getting to. Yes. Awesome. Oh, if Simon had his way, there'd be books. There'd be nothing on my bed. Oh, I table. can only imagine that Simon's has practically nothing. Oh no, on but it. he doesn't. He has on his side. He's got his lamp. He's got a Sonos speaker, and he's got a picture of the kids. Uh-huh. And he has his Kindle, and he has. He might have a decorative item too. One of those, um, like angel. Oh yeah. What are they called? Um the the yeah the figurines figurines yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> that's what he has on his. So it's not empty. Wow. Cal's is empty. Uh, so when he comes into bed, sometimes he'll have his phone there or sometimes he'll have a book he's reading or sometimes his Bible sits on his bedside table, but nothing lives there. Uh, it all kind of goes back to its home during the day. Do you so have he's lamps? actually the minimalist. Do you have lamps on your bedside table? We have wall-mounted lamps, oh, okay. which I love. Sponsors. And I would forever do that again because... It's just one less thing to knock off the bedside table in the middle of the night because I'm a really fitful sleeper and I'll often wake up. Oh, so often too, (laughs) well, not often, maybe half of the time my glasses are on my bedside table. So quite often I'll leave them at my desk. So I know it's a bad habit, but I tend to work until I go to bed. So I'll then put my glasses down and go to bed. But if I've been doing other things before I go to bed, I'll take them off. And in the morning, I like have to get on the floor under the bed and try and find where I've whacked them during the night. Mm. Wow. I'm quite, you know, like I was the sleepwalker. I'm the sleep talker. Like I, yep, yeah, random, random things. We had friends who used to, she used to, as she may still do, they're still married, so, used to bash her husband in the middle of the night. Like oh, she's very violent in yeah. her dreams. Yeah. And it's scary for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me, okay, so that's the top of your bedside table. Yeah. What do you keep inside? Have you got drawers or are they like actual tables? No, we've got drawers. So what goes in them? I've got um, 
what have I got? Got socks in the bottom drawer, mm-hmm. and then in the top drawer, I've got um, cards that my kids have made me. Oh, nice! So it's like your special drawer. Yeah, and then like um, nighty like singlet tops that I'll go to bed. So you kind of your pajamas in the top, socks yeah. in the bottom, and then kids special things. Yeah, all mixed into yeah. that top drawer. What about you? What's inside your drawers? My bottom drawer is for my pajamas. Once I take them off in the morning, um, so they go in there. So at night time, it's empty, and then during the day, it's got my pajamas in there. And the top drawer is like my special drawer. One of the things I love recommending for anyone in their bedside drawers, if you have more than one, is you have one that you can keep whatever you want in there. And I do this for kids, so my kids have the same. And there's no rules. Like keep whatever you want. Nobody else gets to tell you what you can or can't. One of mine has pine cones in there at the moment. And because he can. And there's room and why not? Yes. Because you do have the same rule as us that as soon as it's too full though, then it needs to get go gone through. Definitely. Yes. Because yes. <laughs> <laughs> we do have the same rule in our house that they've each got um bedside drawers, but we'll get to that later. But one of the drawers or actually both of the drawers, can be just yeah. whatever they want and there's yeah. no questions. And ours have loom band creatures they've made and random toys. They've got lots of their party bag toys go in there, like whistles and blowers. Stuff and... you don't want anywhere. No. You don't want to see them. And the kids don't want to throw it out straight away, so they know. Just chuck it in there. Bubbles always seem to be in that box. Bracelets and glow sticks. So that, yeah, so in my top drawer, I've got some medications and lucky, just special stuff that can go in there and I don't have to worry about it. I've got some hand cream. It's just my drawer. Yeah. Keep whatever I want in there. Yep. And Cal's side, um, his bottom drawer, he uses as his special box. So I have a separate special box, which is my kinder suitcase from when I was at kinder. And I keep like special letters and he does that in his bottom drawer. Ah. So his top drawer is again, like the like whatever. And then the bottom drawer is his it's special memento drawer. Box. Yeah. Awesome. We're going to talk about that soon, aren't we? We sure are in a couple in of an, episodes. Yeah. So do kids need bedside tables? No. You don't think? No. Where I do don't... they put their water bottle? Well, I don't think they need them. Okay. Which is what you asked. So I'm being quite literal in that. <laughs> but yes, I think it's Hello, helpful. Are you a child? <laughs> Yesterday's client <laughs> had no bedside tables for their kids. And it totally works fine. Yeah. So I would say once your kids are probably primary school and above, it's helpful to have a bedside table because they can tell the time and they might want a water bottle. But I'm not sure you want your three-year-old who's just moved into a single bed having a water bottle at their disposal. Mm. Well, we're still trying to night train <laughs> some a daughter of mine. Yes. <laughs> not, so... not, that we, not that it can be trained, so there's no point. No. Um, so... We want Simon wants to restrict her water intake, and yeah. I'm like, it doesn't help. Yeah, I think you know your own kids, and and they've, I think, like as far as I know, yeah. it actually doesn't matter ah. if they take intake water. It is a switch that their body has to yeah. turn on. Well, I suppose that's what you were know. saying. Like you can drink water, and be fine. It's not like you're wet in the bed when you drink. Yeah. a big glass of water. So it it's a reflex. Yeah, that needs to be switched. That that their body needs to switch on and restricting water from them doesn't help that reflex kick in. That's really interesting. Yes. I did not know that. That's what I have heard. Awesome. Well, in this particular studio, you're the oracle of all toilet training knowledge. (laughs) Perhaps in the world, not, but right here between you and I. 
I am you the oracle. are totally the oracle. Oh, I'll take that. Because my children trained, like Elijah trained, toilet trained at night at one. He just goes, mummy, no nappy. And I was like, dude, you have to wear a nappy. And he was dry for like three days. I was like, okay, never needed a nappy again. So like, there's, I didn't train that. I didn't do anything special. Like it just, wow. and I was like, oh my gosh, you just saved me thousands of dollars in nappies. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like and I should have put that in being an investment the frugal fund. person that you are, yeah. that would have been Cha-ching. that would have been your love language. <laughs> you would have been like, yeah. child, you just shown me how much you love me. <laughs> I love that you know me so well. <laughs> Whereas we're still forking out twelve dollars a week. Yeah, it's expensive. More from us in just a few minutes. Don't forget to visit our website, theartofdecluttering.com.au and sign up for our bonus episode that is not so secret anymore. We've done episodes on linen cupboards, sentimental items, media, baby supplies, donations, weddings and so many more. So if you're new to The Art of Decluttering, you'll find loads of great tips like this one from the episode we did on crafts and hobbies. What I'm saying is the kind of supplies we used to make jewellery back then is completely different to the type of jewellery people wear now. Yes. And so you can still have the same hobby, but the products that you use could completely evolve over time. Yes. And so that's why it's really good to ask, is this still me? Uh, and, and equally so, is this still a passion of mine? Like, am I still passionate about this hobby? Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. the podcast for so many more tips and tricks so your kids have bedside tables yeah and they always have um just because we've had lamps on them Mm -hmm. and that's a place for their water bottles although now like their water bottles just live in their beds with them like ollie's on the top bunk so we haven't put a shelf up or anything for him to put yeah books or stuff he just puts his books under his pillows or by his feet and then has his water bottle next to it, like snug in between the pillows and the edge of the oh, top Oh, yeah, bunk. that makes sense. And yep. then Emily So has... he's not like snuggling with it? 
No, but Emily does. Oh, that's so <laughs> She's sweet. got her daddy toy and a water bottle. Oh. <laughs> so for her daddy toy, for those listeners who are curious about what I'm talking about, we got this um, toy made for her. Um, it's called... Oh, wow. You can get them anywhere. Well, not anywhere, but you can find them online. And it's got a picture, a photo that I took of Simon, and it's been printed onto material, and then it's this... And then had backing material and then stuffed with stuffing. And so it's like... It's like snuggling Simon. It's like snuggling Simon. It's so, and she's always called it daddy toy. Aww. And so people who have never met Simon know Simon. Because like, they know the daddy they toy. They know the daddy toy because it comes with her often. Doesn't so much now that she's in primary school, but used to go to preschool with her all the Aww. time. And, and people were just like... People... Simon, daddy toy is a persona of his own people know people in my life know daddy toy as its own thing as a the fifth family member yes. <laughs> That's so, good. so last night when she was crying that she missed her dad because simon's still in sydney and we're here in melbourne and she's like i want my daddy i'm like you've got your daddy it's not the same she's wised up to it's not the same yeah. so but emily has in not that she so in the room that she shares with Oliver to sleep with, Oliver's got a Calax unit that lays beside the bunk beds. Um, and so her water bottle and her essential oils, sleeping oils, sit by her, um, by the lamp that's also on there. But I just love bedside tables for holding lamps and books and not having to find somewhere other than the bed to put things. I've got plans for my next version of bedside tables. Yeah. So currently we've got like the two drawer wooden ones that match our bed suite. But my dream is when we build our new house is that I'm just going to get like no storage in the bedside tables. Mm. So all I'm going to have on it is my clock. And where's your special drawer going to go? The Like my whatever goes in it drawer? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I won't need one. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I won't. I'm happy. I just really like the look, the minimal look of not having heavy bedside tables. Yeah. Yes, I like the look of a bedside table for hiding things. <laughs> it is better. Because then you don't have Than to having be. stuff everywhere. Yeah. I mean, ours aren't. Like, you can go to it and you wouldn't go, oh my goodness, what's going on in here? Oh, mine are not. Mine are probably third full. Well, the pajama one's empty for 12 hours of the day. Um, and if anyone else is like me, when you get home from work and you have a shower and you like chuck your jammies on at four o'clock, <laughs> it's the best. Um, <clears throat> but the top drawer so really they're empty for 16, 7, 18 as long hours. as humanly possible. <laughs> so when people um, are wanting to declutter their drawers, Kirst, what do we recommend is the first step? Get everything out. Tip it out on the bed? Yeah. Yep. Unless you know that it's full of festy stuff, then maybe <laughs> yeah, tip it. don't tip old oils and yeah things on your bed. Yeah, and if you eat in your bed, do you eat in your bedroom? No. Do you let your kids eat in their bedrooms? No. No, we don't either. Do Do you think people though that have maybe TVs in their bedrooms would? Because we don't have screens in any of our bedrooms. No, we don't either. So I wonder if it's like they go alongside each other. So if you have screens, you're like, yeah, of course, because like I'll have dessert or a snack or popcorn or I don't know, whatever you would eat if you're in front of a TV. Hmm. Maybe. I wonder. I, I often go into, we're going to do an episode on teenagers as well. And I often go into teenagers rooms in my clients' homes and they're often got food in them. Yeah, that's true. 
Yep. And I don't know how I'll... In fact, let me caveat that with saying occasionally where my kids have quiet time. So sometimes if they've just had a really big week and it's a Saturday or Sunday or it's school holidays, we say, all right, it's an hour of quiet time and everyone has to go do something quiet for an hour in their rooms. And sometimes I let Elijah take an apple with him. Yes. Like occasionally, like a couple of times a year, and then he just brings the core out. Yeah. But that's my caveat. Yeah. So I was just wondering if people have... I don't know. Yeah, so like... you, yeah, and look, plenty of clients that I've been to, there are like half muesli bars and an open packet of something or chips or chocolates. Yeah. So just be, what we're saying, let us get back to the point, <laughs> is that if you're going to tip it out, be aware that there might be crumbs yeah. or you might ruin your bed yeah. sheet. So maybe even get a bucket or something and tip it into. Or put a, um, a rag Tea sheet down. down. Yeah. Or a, yeah. Yep. So anyway, once you've tipped it all out. Tip it all out. First thing is get rid of all the rubbish. Yes. So grab a bin and chuck all the rubbish in there and be ruthless because a lot of that stuff in there you either haven't looked at in a long time or you might have creams and potions that are out of date. So just be chucking those things. Yep. And make a note. If you need to make a note that actually I do need a replacement of that, make a note, put it in your phone. Take a photo. So you know next time you're out to buy it, replace it. But if it's gone out of date, you probably don't need it because you probably didn't use it all enough in the no. time frame that it was open. And you don't really want to put it on your skin, whatever the potion is. No, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Often the inside bedside tables are items that someone's brought into the bedroom but never returned to where it actually belongs. <laughs> so it can be like... Isn't that the case in every single room, in every single house, yes. in every single person? Possibly, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> And bedside tables are then no exception. No, because it's easy, because it's e- it's like, I don't know, we have our bedroom at the front of the house, mm-hmm. so it's the it's really the first room that you see, because yeah. there is a room before that, but nobody ever sees it. Is that one of the studies? It's, yeah, it's my study. Yeah. So people often be walking out and go, oh, I didn't even see that room. Like My dad came up and he didn't even know that room existed. He <laughs> was there for a few days before he realised oh, that. Oh, dads are the best. My, we'd lived in our house every year before my dad realised it was a fourth bedroom. Wow. Yep. And he's like, where does that door lead to? I'm like, the fourth bedroom. He's like, I did not know you had a four-bedroom house. I was like, dad. <laughs> Maybe it's a dad thing. Dads. They're, they're a special breed. <laughs> so... Our bedroom is the first bedroom that you see. And if we weren't the type of people that you, you, we are, we would either close the doors so that people don't look in our bedrooms because it's too messy. Or what can often happen is that you go to do a clean up and you're like, can't bother cleaning up. I'm just going to swipe everything from the top of my bedside table into the top drawer of my bedside. Because <laughs> it's perfect. So you just open it and it swipes. Yeah. But you never go in there and get it out again. Yes. What is it from Dora the Explorer? Swiper? Swiper, don't swipe. Swiper, don't swipe. Is that it? (laughs) I think that's it. I think so. I never really watched Dora. My kids were into Dora. Uh Yeah, that's it. So I always think of that. Swiper, don't swipe. Yeah. Don't swipe, people. Don't swipe. Swiper, listeners. Listeners, don't swipe. Put things away. (laughs) So go through, grab the things you know where they belong elsewhere and actually... Like, get rid of them and put them away and then decide what you want to keep in there. If it is going to be like a catch-all, let it be a catch-all. Yeah. But just go through it maybe once a year. <laughs> yeah, just go through it. That's what we do with the kids. Like, we go get them to go through. Because what was important a year ago 
isn't necessarily important to you anymore or you realize that you you know for the kids for instance they've got like 15 of those blow things from yeah. parties do you, yeah do you need 15 that of was them? a really poor effort yeah, of me no, trying to it was you don't yeah. even need one of those things <laughs> That is never a truer word, Kirst. <laughs> so, a same with adults' bedside tables. Like, go through it. Just even if it is your junk drawer, go through it. And because you might actually find that earring that you've been missing for the last year, you might find that gift card that is about to expire and you've got a chance to use it. You might find that thing that you've been looking all over the house for and you just did not think to look in your junk drawer that is your bedside table. So go through it. So we just want to encourage you to be intentional about your bedside table because, yeah, what do you want to keep there and do you need drawers or are you continually swiper, don't swipe, and it then everything gets lost in there. So maybe you go back to thinking about what Amy wants to do and just have open shelving in and their bedside drawers. a lot of my clients have personal items in their bedside drawers. That's a great place for them because they're there. But also be aware of the age of your children um, because you may have little ones that want to go through and take those items around the house and leave them for guests to see or... As they get older, you, you might actually just want that to be private. So think about that too. If you've got things that are suitable for an age of your children, same with having medications in your bedside table. Like my children are old enough now that I can have them in there. However, when they were younger, I didn't because I would just never wanted to risk them opening my drawer going, oh, mummy's lollies and eating them. Yeah, we've been really fortunate. Our kids just don't go to our drawers. Like they do sometimes like we'll go, hey, can you get my socks for me if they're hanging around us and we're trying to get dressed. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So, And another thing to think about is do you, what do you use your drawers for? Like often people have socks and undies there, but do you need them there? Or mm. could your socks and undies be housed somewhere else? And could that be your junk drawers? Not that we recommend junk drawers, but could they be your special boxes like Amy and Cow's? And or do all of your undies and, and socks fit in them? And then yeah. put all of them in there. Whereas my um, my undies and socks and bras don't all fit in those two drawers. So just your socks are in so there. So just my socks. And that works well Perfect. for me because we live in Sydney and half the year I'm not wearing socks. Yeah. And you can use dividers like the IKEA inserts, like the scub inserts, mm. to say, all right, well, I am going to use half of it as, you know, if you've got diabetes, for example, you might have to have some medical stuff. And half of it can be that in a container. And the other half might be glasses and lip gloss and passports and all kinds of things. And you can use those dividers to give it dual purpose. And I love, love, love dividers in drawers. Any types of drawers. Yeah, me too. Like bedside drawers or cupboard drawers. Give me a drawer. <laughs> and you will divide it? Yeah. <laughs> you will divide and conquer, Kirst. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so good, especially for like socks and undies drawers. Like it's really, they're really great because then you can divide them. Okay, this... Um, box has the undies and this box has the socks. Yeah. So you're not like going, where are those undies? And you're having to lift everything yeah. out of that because your favorite undies have fallen to the back and the bottom. So true. Or you could even, if you can't, if you don't want to invest in getting drawer dividers, which to be honest are not that expensive, use cardboard boxes or cut up a cereal box. Like there are so many ways to do it cheap on the boxes. cheap that I reckon just go for it. Yeah, just divide and conquer, like we said. The first ever bedside tables that we bought were off eBay. Mm -hmm. And they were in great condition. And instead of paying like $300 per bedside table, I think we paid like 40 
So if you are looking for new bedside tables, consider the responsible consumer way of doing it, if that's even a way of saying it. But eBay, Marketplace, on Facebook, Gumtree, there are lots of places that you can buy and sell bedside tables that are in good condition. Like it just seems to be one of the things that sell really well on those sites. Yeah, and you can always upcycle them. Oh, yeah, with a coat of paint. Yeah. I like the idea of that. I never actually do it, but I like the idea of it. <laughs> Have you ever upcycled something? Um, um, you that put me on the spot, and I've got to think. Okay, um, think. we're not. I'm not really an upcycler. I'm not creative like that. Like yeah. I don't, and I don't. And I don't really have the time at the moment to do that. We've got an episode coming up. It's either next week or in a couple of weeks about unfinished projects. Yes. So we'll talk more about upcycling then. But we have a listener who does do lots of upcycling. And we've got we've, we've got several. Actually, we've probably got quite a few. I can think off the top of my head, I can think of like four or five listeners who love upcycling furniture. So it's a great um great way to to um, be sustainable and to give new life to things so and you could even like do what you want to do and get an old set of drawers and take the drawers out oh cool and take the rollers yeah. out and stuff and just put shelves in instead yeah. I, I want even no shelves i want nashing you just want a tabletop tabletop why don't you just put shelving in then i could do We'll I'll, see. I'll let you know. Yeah. <laughs> we have an iTunes review that we want to share with you from Nathan and Nikki, and the title is Practical Tips for Messy Mums. <laughs> so they say, I'm loving this podcast by Amy and Cassie. They are such down-to-earth Aussie girls. I can relate to their stories and sense of humour. I'm so glad someone can relate to our <laughs> sense of humour because sometimes I wonder. She says, I am a messy mum and have always struggled to clean and tidy. I'm finding the practical tips so helpful. I have a lot of work to do in my house, but I'm enjoying listening to the podcast as I declutter. Keep up the great work. Thanks, Nikki, presumably. Either that or Nathan's a messy mum, so either way. (laughs) No judgment here, friends. No judgment here. Thanks, Nikki, for a wonderful review. We love getting reviews on iTunes or Facebook or Instagram, wherever you find us. We love it. Yeah, so if you haven't left a review but you've been thinking about it, Take 20 seconds and leave us a review, even if you've got some areas that you think we could improve on. Leave yeah. a review. We would love to read it, and we'll read it out on our podcast. Yay! Well, we hope that you found this episode amusing. <laughs> helpful. And like Nikki has. <laughs> and helpful. You've heard about a lot about our bedside drawers yeah. and our children's bedside drawers. And our nighttime habits. Yes. <laughs> too much. Maybe too much. So we hope that's helpful um, in figuring out how to declutter and to put things back in their place and to organise and where to donate and pick up new bedside tables from. So this week's challenge is to declutter your bedside drawer and encourage your partner and your kids to do theirs as well and you can enjoy having more space and less of your headspace being taken up by what's in the drawer. Yeah, and if you're brave, head on over and post photos of your before and afters of your bedside table if they don't have any personal items in it. So we hope you have a lovely week and we can't wait to chat to you again next week. Bye. See ya. Thanks for joining us. If you've learned something awesome today, do a friend a favour and share this episode so they too can learn the art of decluttering. You can find me, Amy, over at simplyorganised.net 
or on Facebook as Simply Organised PO. You can find me, Kirsty, over at feelslikehome.net.au or on Facebook as Feels Like Home PO. Don't forget, you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website, theartofdecluttering.com.au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there. If you love what you hear, we'd really appreciate you leaving a review on iTunes. We hope you've enjoyed listening and that you've learned some tips to help you declutter and keep your home organised. If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com forward slash decluttering. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.